podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, if you if you if you never worry, you know, I, the album Stars is an absolute belter. Won't have it. Won't have it to the anything to the contrary. No, I'm not sure. By the way, I think I'm on my own on this. I mean, obviously, we read out number. I'm usually on my own in liking them, so I'm surprised that Steph and Neil I like are them. on board. It reminds it reminds me very much of my childhood. Me too. I got Stars uh, on tape for my dad for Christmas 1990. And we had that in the car. Turns out later on he doesn't like Simply Red. But I think my mum had told him that he does. Because she liked Simply Red. My mum liked Simply Red. My marriage fell apart. Same with mine. Parents wonder if that was also a deciding factor. Yeah, there's lots to be said for stars, uh, but you know we can we can, we we'll, we'll 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 have this at another time. Uh, John, you're on your own then, not for you. Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, that's all right. That's nice. I don't think my parents split up because of simply red. <laughs> what was the deciding factor? No, oh, come on, dear. What <laughs> <laughs> about divorce? Children's of divorce here, aren't we? Neil's not. I'm not. No, you're the other one else. Yeah, I'm the, I am the other one else. Get you with your family. Yeah. So this is our Glastonbury special. <laughs> that's, that's why Neil gets to host. He's <laughs> not, not for a broken home. <laughs> this is our Glastonbury special. Starting off chatting about Simply Red and the first song's not, not happening at Glastonbury. Uh, it's, uh, as ever, the rides are very much on brand. Uh, Neil and absolutely everything as they go right the way through here. But it's uh, loads and loads of stuff about the Glastonbury festival, if that's what you're listening for. That is to come um, throughout the show. But uh, before then, we will uh, we'll, we'll 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 do all the other stuff that we normally do on the rider as well. We've got some stuff from Mo to come, who's both working and playing at the festival, which is pretty exciting stuff. And he's going to be telling us all about that. Plus, he's also picked some songs. Uh, but we, we we recorded that last week. It was good, wasn't it, John? Something, yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I mean, he says he's working. Uh, disclaimer: He's got a lot of time off. It seems a lot of time off. <laughs> um, a lot of time. Maybe off. it's one of them where the higher up you go. Oh yeah. Like the 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 less shifts you do. Like he's he's paid he's paid he's been paid from the neck up this yeah. time. Oh yeah, very much. So they need they need his expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on, yeah he's on call. He's on call. He's on call for the Ring weekend. If you need me, uh, that, I'm that... in the pyramid. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but Steph's opening the show because she's going to be talking about Friday class to me. But also she's just also picked uh, one of the song, which is what we're doing for Steph, John, and Adam. They've all picked one of the song along with uh, a couple from the festival. And so Steph's opening the show, and she's opening the show with it's it's called Cola, and it's by Camel Fat and Elderbrook. Oh, 
talking nice But she sips the Coca-Cola She can't tell the difference yet That's what you're coming for But they don't wanna let you in You talk your back to the floor And you're asking what's happening It's getting late now, hey now Enough of the arguments But she sips the Coca-Cola She can't tell the difference yet Fat and elder <laughs> Cat news, as Amelia. Hang on, no. Oh, I. I've got stuff to say about that. Have Let you? me just jump in with cat news. You just broke up a really nice conversation because it was content. It is There's content. That, I have some more bloody content. You give me all the content you've got. <laughs> Girl, when have I turned content down? <laughs> so, they are um, a Liverpool duo. They're, they're two big, recognisable names, like DJ, Liverpool DJs. It's Dave Whelan and Mick Descarlo. That is Camelfast. Um, and I haven't been able to stop listening to that, like, just on repeat. So I predict it will be a sound of the summer. Do you think so? A sound. Not the sound, but a sound. A sound of the Liverpoolian summer, or do you think it might go wider? Don't know. It's, um, I really like it, so let's take it off the, the Scouse summer. Um, but, I, I, yeah, it, it seems to be getting picked up quite a lot. Um, I think... It's on defected, so it's on a proper distribution label. So let's see what happens. But I like it. It's dead catchy. I've listened to it loads. So there you go. There you go. Cat news. Cat news. Kitten news. What? How far back do I, do I want to go? So I, I, I did I did mention this on AFQ as well uh, when yeah, prompted. People have to pay for that, though, so they probably... I mentioned it on a podcast, which is fantastic. It's just behind a slight paywall of five pounds a month. Mm. Um, so they very reasonable. They're very, very reasonable. Um, and well, if you email me, I've got a password. I'll send it <laughs> for, the, for like three quid. <laughs> <laughs> don't, John's already oh. concerned. People are literally doing that. Oh, maybe a ten pound one off. Uh, um, Adam, keep talking. <laughs> okay, so they um, there's, there's, DM me. There's a cat that's not officially ours. <laughs> Who, uh, it's been coming Why to our house. Why do you even have a login? Because <laughs> I'm a contributor. <laughs> I've got the con- uh, contributor login. Mm. No. Do you enjoy the top Liverpool content then? Yeah. No, only the bits where it's only only my bits. Yeah. <laughs> only ever listen to me. You okay. know that. Adam, go on. There's a cat 
He had a cat. There's a cat. Uh, yeah, the cats had kittens. Anyway, um, it's not officially our cat, but it sort of adopted us a while ago. Um, and um, and yeah, on Friday had had kittens, and that's what me and Steph were just talking about. So ah. that, that, that I've picked the cats up yesterday, weighed them, only very small. How much do they weigh? Six ounces. What's that in grams? I don't know. I've got old scales. I don't know ounces. <laughs> Um, it, I don't know. It's a bit. It's a few. Uh, Neil, Neil's working it out. I think. Oh yeah. Are you taping it? One hundred and seventy grams. Wow, that's not much at all. No. Very few grams. Are you yeah. asked to weigh them? No, but I, um, it, I've, I've I've just done some googling and seen that like it, it, it's a good one of them was really small, so I, I was I wanted to see whether it was growing. So if if it keeps growing, then that's fine. And if it doesn't, then I have to go to the vets. Cool. But yeah, they're fine. You keeping them? Keeping one. There's, it, this, the these aren't tree? officially ours either, you see. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, there's been some talk. I'm not, I think she might want to sell them. <laughs> the actual owner. Anyway. Does she know how many they are? <laughs> I was thinking yeah. about keeping some secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing you had two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so that's what we're up to. Yeah. Will you keep us abreast of all developments, Adam? I will. I how will. much did you get for a kitten? Uh, apparently it's um, 50 quid if, they're, if, they're, if they've got something interesting on them and 30 quid if they're just black or whatever. What? Who comes up with that place list? That's what she said next door. Is it? <laughs> Got some interest. I could juggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if they're like just black or white, if they're black or white, then they're, 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 they're less, I don't know, less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a random. I don't Cast know. Him? The one we're keeping's got like a rainbow face going on. So Hello. Would have been definitely Wanna. more. <laughs> a Wanna. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that one. Oh, oh! Yeah. Could be the image of the show. Yeah, <laughs> Gorge. Aye. So uh, the festival that you only watch on the television, Steph. Mm. What, what bits of the uh, the Friday aspect of it are you particularly looking forward to? Um, watch it on the television. Yeah, I, I probably won't even watch it on the television because I'm quite busy this weekend and haven't looked through the lineup. Wasn't much I liked. Wasn't anyway, um, no. Sometimes I'm like, oh, stay in. I'll watch that on Saturday or whatever. And nah. Not and grab me, but I'm sure you will have a dead nice time. I intend to have a lovely time, Steph. Won't you? You going, Adam? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going now, like Neil is. But I'm going soon. I'm going to go on Wednesday. You going in the camper going? or you camper? Yeah. Are you? Phase Neil's one of me going is seven p.m. <laughs> Today. <laughs> yeah. This is to Monday. Go. Why? To go. To go. Are you even able to no, get in? No. 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 To go and get to go to the place <laughs> where the caravan is, and then stay there tonight, and then pick the caravan up tomorrow, and then get on the site. Tomorrow, reasonably early. So, can you go tomorrow? You can get on tomorrow, yeah, with caravans. Christ. Where is the camper? It's a it's a fair trek, like from where everything happens. So it's like a forty five minute walk. No, as in right now. Sorry, where's what? Northwich. Well, Thank you. No, around Northwich, the Northwich area. So I've got that first hour. So we get that out the way. Yeah. Uh, and it's but it's literally where the caravan is, so it makes no sense to sort of go come back, etc., etc. So. Sorry. Yeah. So okay. that's it. So that, that's yeah. So that's everything you need to know. Anyway. 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 Yes. So um, I'd also like to say that if we weren't doing this, I would have definitely have chosen something from Beth Ditto's new album. I'll choose something next week, but can you all go and listen to it in the meantime? It's called Fake Sugar, and it's incredible. Thank you. Um, Public service announcement. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Many thanks. Uh, but I am choosing... Ding dong. <laughs> Kind regards, Stephanie Hennigan. Um, I am choosing... <laughs> <laughs> I'm choosing Dizzy Rascal 
um, which I've retrofitted into this because I was going to pick him anyway and then you were like, it has to be about Glastonbury and luckily he's playing on the Friday. So it's his new track and it's called Space. Discovery four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle function. Roger roll, Discovery. Ain't no point in playing it safe. But I know your role, better state your case. When it all falls down, better know your place. Just give me three feet and an ounce of space, 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 space. You should wanna embrace space, space, space. Rip up and ravage, make it a habit to damage. Whole lot of baggage, you will not manage. I'm the full package. Why do they talk like I am not established? That is so callous, they are the saddest. Why are they so full of malice? Making up fallacies, I'm in my palace, blazing up the chalice with Alice. Cause I'm a gallus, and I'm the baddest. It's not a travesty, call me your majesty. Sometimes it feels like the world's on my phallus. Push out my chest and I big up my status. Where's all the trappers? Where's all the clappers? I am not shaking, no need for my rackers or apparatus. Put in the work and spend money on motors and slappers. Why are we fronting like it even matters? Why did they make me feel guilty for getting this money like muscles and tatters? Sitting there trying to realign my trackers, driving me crazy. You bloody spackers should get off my knackers Give me the gas and the matches I've been through hell and I swallowed the ashes Running this thing for so long as it happens I'm knackered All of my enemies broken and shattered Sprinkling hate they're all over the shop and they're scattered Chatting my name till this day and I'm flattered I am not easily rattled, don't follow the cattle So quiet your chatter or you will get battered Can't find enough time to dine on these rappers All of these MCs are looking like tappers Fuck all the swine and their bodily gases Roll with the rasses, Babylon's calling me Nobody's fooling me, I do not roll with the masses But big up the jungle, it's massive I am not timid and I am not passive Messing with me, you must be on some acid Don't with the racket, I will get erratic All my problems Disappear like it's magic, it'll be tragic. tragic Ain't no point in playing it safe But I know your role, better state your case When it all falls down, better know your place Just give me three feet and an ounce of Space, 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 space You should want to embrace Space, space, space Yeah to leave them hanging, I'll be down man to man, hitting with an open hand, release the anger, world star, you could get dealt with on camera, understand my grammar, I don't start a list but stammer, watch me blaze the beat, I must admit, it hit just like a hammer, it's a banger for the man, them on the street and in the slammer, bang your doors, bang your doors for the cause, breaking laws, breaking jaws, open pores, poking boards, taking scores, and be sure, never let a ready get one over yours, never put money over whores, maybe or it's crazy flawed, it's a myth, life's a gift, made me pause, catch my drift, smoke a spliff and getting them drawers, paid the cost to be the boss, ball and floss, Jesus died, he nailed himself into the cross, still couldn't please these backwards shit cunts, why would I take a loss, giving a toss, know your worth, hold your turf, fuck the earth and shake it off. Brothers on my line, talk about your rasket, break me off the way for soft, I'm taking off. Ain't no point in playing it safe. But I know your role, better state your case. When it all falls down, better know your place. Just give me three feet and an ounce of space, 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 space. You should wanna embrace space, space, space. All right, uh, lift off and the clock has started. Yes, sir. Reading you loud and clear. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. Capsule is turning around. Cause 
they are easy, but because they are hard. That's Dizzy Rascal with space. Uh, Dizzy Rascal with space. Um, I've I, I got some. I really. Um, I'll go on. Got some fruit this afternoon from Tesco. Wouldn't you should go to Tesco? Two big crates, a big crate of strawberries. Why, and would, li- you not, why would you not go to Tesco? Because um, I prefer Aldi. I prefer Aldi as well, but obviously you've got an Aldi by you. Yeah, I always just go to Aldi because the fruit's better quality as well. But I think that's probably the case. There's yeah. a new one in Garston. I've um, seen. There's a lot of excitement. Apparently, you can't even get in the car park. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you, have you managed to go yet? I've not been. My sister went on the opening day. She's the new ones the whole are good. Family. Did she? Yeah. The new ones are good. There's a new, there's a new one opened in Justin Long. I've been ago. the one on Queen's Drive. That's smart. Yeah, they yeah. are smart, the new ones. Yeah, it's open late as well. Ah, well, they're open till 10. Hmm. So that's what I Yeah, but for like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I've got two massive big crate things one strawberries, one cherries for seven quid from Tesco. Aye, aye. And, uh, and I was a bit, I was going to, I was getting strawberries anyway. Um, Went to the till me two pound thing of strawberries and there was one this massive crate of it for three quid and I was like, What's wrong with these? And she said, Not and they're dead nice. So I got them. And What's uh, wrong with these? <laughs> <laughs> and I can confirm they are dead nice. So she was right and you were wrong? Well, you were you were I was just asking a question, you know, I wasn't wrong. Yeah, you were you were <laughs> wrong. What's the catch? Um Anyway, yeah, Jersey so, Rascal. When's he playing? He, he played on the Friday at half ten at the West Holt stage. Glad you knew that. He's on after uh, after Anderson Pack. Uh, oh, we like him, don't we? We like him. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe you should go down and watch him. I think I've that. I'll be honest, Steph. I reckon I'm going to watch Anderson Pack and Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, yeah. Based on my recommendation. All about your recommendation. There's some big clashes. For There's some nights. huge clashes. Yeah, talk me through your clashes, Adam. I've been listening to Anderson Pack all week and thinking, oh, he's good, isn't he? He's good. And all, all the time knowing that I don't think I'm going to be able to get to see him because I think he clashes with Future Islands. Doesn't yeah. the XX are knocking about as well, aren't they? I know, I'm, de- I'm definitely not going to see the XX. He doesn't clash. Future, you can do, I'm doing Future Islands and then Anderson Pack. No before, way. I'm before before I, I think it gets I, clashes, um, go Dizzy's on. got a new album out. He has? Yeah, it's called Rasket. It'll be out soon. Um, and that's the first single from it. Um and he's announced a UK tour. There were loads of dates. I'm only going to announce. I'm going to only going to say one because it's kicking off in Liverpool. It's always kicking off in Liverpool um, on October the second. Uh, so yeah, yeah, catch him at a venue near you. Hey, did you see Spooner playing in Liverpool? Spoon. Yeah. Oh no. Let's go. Okay. T. Jack Jones is doing in a. He's doing lymph. I did not see that. Mm. It's quite exciting. Very exciting. Do you know Elton John played Witness yesterday? I didn't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the maddest tour ever. I didn't. He's going to Airdrie tonight. Airdrie next. He's gone mad. Apparently, <laughs> unless, apparently, unless he's just trying to complete the 92 grounds or something. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's based on demographics um, and lots of people who live in that area are um, by Elton John albums. It's quite a good idea, I think, as well, because I bet like, if you quite liked Elton John, but he was coming to Witness, he would definitely, definitely go. 100%. Yeah. 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 It is a good idea. I agree. Yeah, because when my, my mate went, and when she told me, I was like, "What? Like a like a tribute act?" She went, "No, Elton, Elton. John." She's <laughs> like, "Not like Belton John or something." <laughs> <laughs> like, check your ticket, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay fifty quid for Belton John again. <laughs> uh, like, just make sure you won't be in for quite a letdown because I don't think Elton John would play witness. Who was it you thought you saw? 
George Michael. Yeah, what? Yeah. I went to uh, I went to Jimmy Corkill's 50th <laughs> in the Devonshire. Wow, my uh, dad went to that. Yeah, yeah. All the big hitters of it. George Michael played. So. And, uh, me, I went with Ben, and we got really pissed. And then uh, he got introduced as George Michael, and it looked a lot like him. We were like, "That's great." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> George Michael playing the Devonshire. Wasn't him. No. Wasn't it in the paper? You found out because it was in the paper. Yeah, the next day, me and Ben were like, the next day, I still think it was, you know, it was in the paper that a George Michael tribute performed. And we were like, oh, well, you'll never take that away from me. Yeah. <laughs> we were drunk <laughs> But it did look a lot like him, and he was good. So <laughs> all in. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so you you don't think you can do Future Islands and, and Anderson? Park? No, I think I'm going to go to Future Islands and then and then uh, and then go to Radiohead. There's, there's Mike probably ringing me about about what time we're going to get to Radiohead now. I know he's uh, my, my friend Mike. Uh, me and Mike have been to see Radiohead quite a lot of times together, and I I just I know that probably he will want to leave halfway through Future Islands to go and to go and get in the crowd for Radiohead, which won't happen. But I, I'm pretty sure we'll have to leave straight away and go to go to the Radiohead. Uh, there you go. It's one I'm, of them. I'm going to try and do Future Islands and then do Anderson Park. I'm going to try and do them both. I'm going to. I just, I've done that before, the the West Holtz and then to the pyramids of the headliner, and you just you, you just you do end up in a lot of uh, a lot of bottleneck. So yeah. I can't be bothered. I understand. I understand. It is it is Clash Central that Friday, and yet Sunday, fucking hell, you can just sort it out again. I'm gonna fill the time. Um, yeah. Uh, all right then. Uh, you're playing something else on the Friday for us, Steph. What are you playing? Oh God, I'm doing everything, aren't I? <laughs> I've put a lot of work in so far, haven't you? You can sit back and relax in a minute. Mo's coming. Um, I'm playing Lord. Excellent. And um, another clash. What, what did clash I with everyone else on the same park. I can't remember what I chose. Radiohead. I can't remember. The, the, the Louvre. The Louvre. Oh, the Louvre. The Louvre yeah. That's what you chose. This is Lord the Louvre. Well, summer slipped us underneath her tongue. Our days and nights are perfumed with obsession. Half of my wardrobe is on your bedroom floor. Use our eyes, throw our hands overboard. I am your sweetheart, psychopathic crush. Drink up your movements, still I can't get enough. I overthink your but punctuation use. Not my fault, just a thing that my mind do. Greatest, they'll hang us in the loop. 
it's on the back, but who cares? Still the loof. Okay, I know that you are not my type. Still, I fall. I'm just a sucker, let you fill her mind. But what about love? Nothing wrong with it. It is sort of like a show within a show. Uh, so someone will have just played something, John, on the rider. Uh, possibly you. And hopefully it'll have been really good. Oh, I'm sure if it was me, it certainly would have been. It'll have been a banger. Uh, but we're joined by Mo uh, to talk to us about his Glastonbury. And, and his sort of time at Glastonbury because one of my favourite Mo things is that he's leaving for Glastonbury in about an hour. <laughs> um, because he basically sets the whole thing up, uh, it would appear. Or more accurately, he has been for many years. He's been a pretty senior steward at Glastonbury. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean... I think in the last four or five years, it's kind of become more of a a part of me being a part of them rather than them just being a part of me. But I'm, I'm going Sunday, not tomorrow, by the way. It's not quite that. Soon. That is still early. Yeah, but, uh, we're recording this on Friday, by the way. So he's going on the, the Sunday prior. I mean, I'm going down Tuesday and I feel I'm stupidly early. You'll You'll enjoy it, though. Trust me. Being there at that time has its own special pleasures especially if as the weather tells me it's probably going to be sunny at that time than it will be at the weekend uh well i mean we'll, we'll get on to talk about the weather in a minute but so you say you've been in this sort of four or five years it's been four or five years I just want to put it in context for people really four or five years where you've been 
um, you know, it's not just you're not just one of the volunteers who's in a who's who's, who's in a high vis. It's you're organising, you're setting up, you're you're putting plans in place. You, for instance, you've got to know the map of the site intimately and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, what it is we do. I'm part of a crew who basically we're responsible for the southeast corner, the artists, uh, the crew, the bar members, everyone who comes in who needs to get a wristband to get into certain areas to get into their sleeping area we are the ones who are their conduits and that is running from as i say monday is i think our first shift running through till the sun the last sunday of the festival and so we're kind of like the welcome point for a lot of people but there are a lot most of our people the people who are going to be involved yeah so it's kind of fun because we're all on the same team but we still get that kind of to see the excitement and enjoyment in people's eyes when they were arriving and it's again it's it shows i mean one of the things i always wonder about with all festivals really but especially with a festival that's you know this size and scope it shows the the depth and the breadth of the, the sort of the plan and the organisation. John's been on the other side of this. We'll come on to that in a minute. But you know, of the number of that, you know, there must be countless teams like the one that you're on of people who've got to be there in order to facilitate this process. It's mind blowing. It's like it's like a never ending Christmas tree because uh, someone like me who's been there five years and got to know different people, and I would say that some of the people I know at the top of my particular tree, I've got some serious levels of seniority. But they're still acres and acres above them. And the way that they can all mesh together and work as this big function in, you know, like Megatron, it's it's really impressive. I, I can't describe how impressive it is to see someone on that scale being able to do something with so many different variables that can come at you like that. You've done loads of festivals, uh, yeah. And it, that part of the process is again, it's there's there's so much that goes into the the back of festivals. You've booked you've booked stuff. You've been you've been on either side of this this sort of journey that Mo's on, John. It is. It is the bit that there's so many bits that people overlook. You know, you, you know, you remember the, your experiences with people who work behind the bar. Your experiences with the steward who's telling you where to go and what directions what. Whereas the, I, I think you forget this, the, the, the staggering sort of, I like Mo's analogy of a Christmas tree. This thing that just spreads out right the way across something. Yeah, from a, I mean, just from a performer point of view, like it's just it's obviously another level from playing a gig because. You know, as as Mo says, the variables and stuff you can uh, you can plan on getting there at a certain time or whatever. But you know, actually planning that. I mean, I've been first on a festival, you know, and and our driver put put a petrol in a diesel van, and and like we were like, we're just not going to get there. <laughs> that was Las Gambados. That was Las Gambados. Kendall yeah. Kendall called him. We were the very first band wow. on on the I this. on um, on. On on Friday. yeah on the Friday yeah on, on like what the, the kind of second biggest tent so it was it was a nice nice booking for us and uh, but we just but you know we you know we couldn't have gone any left any early really it was like mm. crack of dawn on the Friday and yeah we still still you know the, this driver we booked kind of does that and you're thinking we're just we're just kind of not going to get there but so we we eventually sorted it got drained and all I think they sent another van or something and, but we were later then the traffic was awful because it was obviously a busy time with with people arriving as well and we would they were ringing us going you know where are you where are you kind of thing and like we were like you know just you know this this this, this band had kind of been thrown on but but they sent you know as soon as we got there you know we pulled in and then they had like a jeep waiting for us we, yeah. we threw <laughs> we threw all the uh, instruments in the back and kind of jumped in and they're like oh don't worry about it these things happen they're going like cross country kind of for you to get you there we were there like half an hour before we did a line check and then we played but you were like but that was just like we were like probably the 180th least important band on the bill <laughs> do you know what i mean and so like you think well you know what would they have a go through but then glastavy's got the interesting thing that 
I've always thought that everyone wants to go for the weekend. And so if you're like your band who are playing on the Sunday, well, you just go on the Thursday and stuff. So, yeah. But that must be a nightmare for like the organisers and think, you know, they must have to think, We've got, to, we've got to house a lot of people here, and how yeah. and how battered did they get last night? Well, and where where on this massive site are they? Because they're not necessarily coming through the artist's entrance to play. You know, they're, they're, they're like they're, yeah, they could be anywhere. Yeah, if it's an artist who's meant to be playing on Sunday is being kind of escorted off the premises on Friday night, then you've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> Definitely, I might just turn it with me trumpets and like you know, any oops? third reserve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to pick some songs for us, people who play in this, the festival this time out. Yeah. Uh, what's your first one? Uh, first one is, uh, I always try to start with the person that I'm most excited to see, uh, who I've not seen before, and that's definitely Anderson Pack. Uh, this is Am I Wrong? <laughs>
there's some pack featuring Schoolboy Q with Am I Wrong? You said there, Mo, that you're most, they're, they're, they're one of the two you're most looking forward to. Looking at this year's festival, we'll come on in a bit to talk about what you're doing there on top of what we discussed earlier. But who are you looking forward to? What are your standouts? Well, musically, uh, as I say, Anderson Pack's number one. Radiohead is actually number two, even though I have seen them quite a few times before. I've not seen, they've done at least two albums since I last saw them. So they're quite high enough on my personal list to, to be that high. But Chic, I have to say, uh, as much as I saw them and they were fantastic at Festival Number no. Six, uh, when they played at Glastonbury, that was one of those moments where the next day every single person on the whole complex was talking about that show and how amazing it was and how it just leveled the whole place. Uh, I was actually doing a shift the next morning and listening to Lauren Laverne on the radio. And I've never se- I've never heard her. I've listened to a show quite a lot. I've never heard her so effusive about one show, about how seismic it was. So I'm like, right, okay. And if that's going to be the case again, I need to make sure I'm there. Uh, so Chic is also, therefore, sort of looming large in your psyche. Um, Radiohead, the headliner you're most excited about seeing. Who's your, uh, who's your afternoon delight? <sighs> Ooh. Now that is a tough one, actually, because um, the uh, the legend slot this year, uh, I forgot who is actually in the legend slot. Uh, Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb. Yeah. See, BGs. I remember now why I forgot. If that makes sense, because <laughs> I instantly dismissed it as soon as I saw it. Um, there's quite a few in the lower down on our stages, actually. Uh, there is someone happening on Shangri La. A lad called well, two people called the Chicken Brothers. Yeah, who are happening? I believe that's on Saturday night. But for myself, I think because the way that my shifts have fallen, I've actually got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. That's magic. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely magic. That mo. I kind of hit the jackpot there. So I really kind of try. I'm not actually doubt you work there. Flag <laughs> <laughs> the jackpot. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I just said to myself that I'm not going to try and be a hero. I'm going to say take two or three per day and then just let the chips fall where they may and just go wherever I think is going to be the most fun. And, well, I've got your list of songs here that you've picked and it strikes me as a really interesting pick, one of them, uh, is... And again, they're playing on the uh, on the Sunday uh, on the John Peel stage at half two in the afternoon. I suspect this might be one that's one you're going to have nailed down as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. Have yes. you seen them there before? No, but I have. Everybody I've, talks about them. Yes, I've heard the. They were one of those bands. The first hurt record of theirs I heard. I was like, oh, okay, these guys are take serious. And uh, Nona Gone Infinity, last year's album, I've had it on repeat when it came out, and I don't know. There's just. There seems to be there seems to be a lot of kind of that kind of psych music coming out of Australia, and they are a little bit harder edged than like the Taming Pilots, probably more towards Pond and some of the more garagey style psych rock you get in England, and I love it. Well, one of the I love it as well. I'm a big fan, and one of the things that sort of strikes me is I think there's some bands who who end up with a name that actually shackles them a little bit yeah. because people just think it's bloody stupid. Uh, like, you know, the idea that I even just getting uh, my partner, Samantha, to listen to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is like, it's like, it's like a, a, an 18-month negotiation Yes, uh, to make this feel as though it's going to be acceptable in some way. And I think that, the, honestly, I think it's a little bit of a problem. And I think in many ways, you know, for instance, I've talked on the show before about the, the, the book Giz Fest on in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And there's, they're trying to make the best of it. But I am sort of still slightly annoyed the wrong word. People, bands can call themselves what they want, but they're, they're a great band. I love I Every album's been a cracker. I think it's it's in their, their way of kind of defining the line between how people are going to receive them. Because I guarantee there's probably, maybe not quite as many, but there's a large portion of people who listen to them just because of the name. You they, could be right. They'll see it and they'll be like, okay, i got to check these guys out. 
whatever they are. And from them, the people who will kind of warm to it or get the joke, so to speak, are the people who are probably more going to be into their music. So it's, you could call it a bit like the old brown M&M's thing on, on the rider. <laughs> that, um, it's, just it's, a, it's, a tr- it's a trigger point. Yeah, exactly, trigger point. What are you playing? Uh, well, I'm playing Rattlesnake because it's just fantastic, as you'll be about to find out.
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Rattlesnake. Uh, that went on for a while. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Big big call by Mo that one, John. <laughs> he's basically he's, he's, he's gambled he's gambled that the riders are going to come with him because uh, it's a it's a long song. And again, that pulls us back to the other thing that you do, Mo, as we've discussed in the past, is the DJing work that you do, and that for the first time ever this year, you've been asked to DJ the festival. I have indeed. Uh, something I first thought about doing roughly about 22, 23 years ago, and it looks like it's, well, it is finally a reality. And I'm pretty That was like me it. doing liquidation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny though, because I'm, li- I'm a little bit concerned that my festival is going to peak on the Wednesday. So, but I mean, in some ways, maybe that will just kind of mean that I can ride any potential waves later on, any weather or any of that stuff. Yeah, but like, so I don't have DJed it last week. Where are you DJing? Uh, a place called the Lost Horizon Stage. It's kind of like an outdoor sauna, which is interesting in itself, but they're going to be doing over the course threat of... To, threat to people getting naked, John. Very, very much in your Hello. interests. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course, I forgot. You're, you're a veteran of nature. I'll experience, man. <laughs> Well, then you'll be fine shaking your beats in the meantime. <laughs> I'm sure it's one of those situations where they're very much ecologically minded. So they're looking at different alternative ways of us keeping energy. And they're going to be having people doing talks on those subjects over the course of the weekend. And they're also going to be having DJs to accompany, including myself. And that's Wednesday night from nine o'clock. Wednesday night at nine is you. Should we put Neil on the spot and ask him if he's going to try and go? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll try and go. I'm not taking my clothes off. Yes. Uh, this is no you, smoke. You don't have to take your clothes off. Well, supposedly you might have to. I think you might have to on this one. <laughs> no, that, that, that might actually be my opening track. You've just given away there. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I, I want to. I, I am going to try and get down to it, though it's a nightmare finding these things. But Technically, I'm, it's up because it's quite high up in the festival. It's yeah. uh, the top of the TP field which is if you're in between the Stone Circle and the park, that's where the TP field can be found. It's more towards the Stone Circle side. And you are you are DJing. You I are not DJing. messing about. I'm not messing about. And you might DJ somewhere else as well throughout. I've got, well, there's another place that I've been, because I've been working at this for a while. It's pretty much since I've been going every year. I thought maybe I should try, now I've got an extra foot in here, try and actually get a gig here. So I've got a couple of other irons in the fire. It might depend upon other people uh, doing what we said earlier and being a skirt off the premises or just generally not turning up. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that I'm going to be able to do it the one time and even if it ends up being the one time, that's enough for me. I'm going to be feasting on this for a while. Excellent. So just give, give, give people the run again. It's on the Wednesday. It's 9 o'clock. Wednesday night, it is 9 where? o'clock. It's called the Lost Horizon. Uh, I think it's like an installation rather than an actual stage. But it's on the TP field next to Stone Circle. Excellent. You can't argue with that. Can't argue with that at all. And are, you, are you packed? Are you ready? Um, Kind of. I mean, when I last moved house, I had a, a specifically packed a Glastonbury kit bag which I then left with my friend Robin, who I normally drive with. So that most of the essentials are there. It's just the kind of the extraneous things that I sometimes need to replace, like, you know, toiletries and what have you. In terms of actually, <coughs> excuse me, in terms of actually packing my bag, because I use the bag that I used to carry my DJ gear and I'm DJing tonight in the shipping forecast. People aren't going to hear this. Don't worry, Mo. Oh, this, okay. this will be going on to some point next week. Fine. Well, I'm DJing tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, so that means that I won't be packing until after all my DJ stuff's come out of the bag. So it's kind of a seat your pants style. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you so much to Mo for coming in and talking us through everything that he gets up to with this festival. It's very, very fascinating. Uh, and picking some songs for us. What's your last one? Uh, last song is something I only heard a couple of days ago, actually. It's a great band, uh, Nubian Twists. 
Uh, now, I know the singer Nubian Brandon because she was a singer from Hem Pollux who played at Positive Vibration Festival last weekend. It was very good. If anyone asks me, you should go next year. And uh, this is her, well, it's kind of billed as a side project, but she's been in, they've done more albums as than I think Hem Pollux have. And uh, this is from an album called Siren Song, which okay. I believe is out, and it's called Headhunter. This is Headhunter by Nubian Twist. We're going to go back over to everyone else now, just to make you aware, if you if you like this, they're playing the Pussy Parlour on the Sunday at quarter to uh, midnight, which is, by all means, the stamina test uh, selection, uh, if you want to look at it that way. So that is Sunday, uh, Nubian Twist. P- Pussy Parlour, what's the name of the song? Uh, the song is Headhunter.
That was Nubian it's twist with Headhunter, but as far as we're concerned, that was still Lord uh, with the Louvre, yeah, which John sh- just wants to bang on about. I should have done it before, really. Uh, I forgot about the uh, the mouse segments. Uh, that Lord, I'm listening to it. It's absolutely unreal. I think she's going to be huge. Uh, I'm gutted I'm not seeing her. Glass to be. She's playing the Apollo. Anyway, she's definitely like she's already huge. I know, but even huge. She's just been away for a while. Yeah. Even huge. Keep an eye on that Lord. No, you know what I mean. Predict big things. Like, like the biggest. The biggest of the things. Yeah. Um, did you see that thing where she stuff. set up an Instagram uh, where she was reviewing onion rings? Yeah, that was good. I like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. What did you uh, What did you do Saturday night, Steph? What did I do Saturday night? You went to the cow shed. It was nice. I did. I went to cow sheds. It was gorgeous. On Wood Street. Um, on Seal Street. Street sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I got in the taxi. And I was like, no, it's the Seal Street, just the top end, just by the Blue Angel. Oh, but, but you know, despite <laughs> all that. <laughs> It's not really my neck of the woods, is it? That that area. Um, it's gorgeous. It's um, has anyone else been? No. It's just steak. Uh, they've even whacked uh, cauliflower steak on there for vegetarians. Although, given that it's called cow shed and just does steak, go to Moraine. Go somewhere else. Um, and inside, it's gorgeous. Like it's done out really nice. It's like a, an old house, and they've kind of there's loads of different <coughs> floors and bits to it. Um, and yeah, steak was amazing. It was service was he was he was dead funny. We were there for about two hours. No one was asked. There was no one like hurrying you up. Um, and we had two steaks. We had like a starter, two steaks, four sides, two desserts, bottle of red wine, sixty eight pounds. That's unreal. I was like, it is unreal. Unreal. I've got one hand on my head. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can't fault it. The only thing I had an issue with, <laughs> and this is really, you know, trying my best to find something negative, hand dry on the toilet was shit. No, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite crap, to be fair. <laughs> I can't understand how they've existed for so many years, those really rubbish ones. Yeah, and they, now there's good they, ones, and it's like, what, do, what the... Those, yeah. those other ones just don't work, basically, the old-style ones. Yeah. You just push the water around. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you put a Dyson hand dryer in there, that's my new fl- favourite guy. Fucking Dyson hand dryers. Uh, great. John, I was cow shed. I was after Crowley. Where's good. the cow shed? It's on I've top of Seal Street. Angel. Sorry, I was, I was a bit. Steph, I asked there for it. It was a very embarrassing for it. It wasn't on brand. Um, very not on brand. After <laughs> it was really good. I only went on the Sunday. Um, it was boss this year, wasn't but it? But it was good. I, I went on the Saturday. I didn't. I, I didn't like it because it was too busy and you couldn't really hear any music. It was good as like a, a big day out in the park, that sound, but it was too busy. I like the DJs. There was a DJ bar. DJ at the bar? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was awesome. He was playing very like heavy dub. Yeah, and was, really was it rich? What, what time was it? About five o'clock on a Sunday. That would be rich fairness. He was good, whoever it was. Yeah, um, yeah so I like and it's just Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it as a weekend. Good. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good. And Adam, what did you get up to this weekend? I went on the Saturday to um, to OEA. It was it's my family weekend of everyone's birthdays, um, so I've, I ended up having two Turkish barbecues. It's good. So I've seen, I've, I've psyched out which what you know, which which is which, what's what. Went to LF one day and then went to one in Chester on, on the Sunday. Javi so Skander. Lots of sorry. Javi Skander. 
Uh, what, Chester? Yeah, well, and the barbecue, the Iskander barbecue, that's, that's a dish. On oh, yeah, menu. yeah, I did, I got the Iskander, I got, I got the that business yesterday. business the Iskander, isn't it? Really good, really oh, good. What is it? Uh, it's, it's, basically you get three skewers, one kofta, one lamb, one chicken with some sauce on it. Oh, um, sweet. It's very nice. Tomato, sort of bits of bread in there, cut up for you already, and some yoghurt. Well, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying what I've had. <laughs> there was there was yogurt. I saw yogurt, but yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I did that on Saturday, and then um, don't know. Yeah, looking after kittens and running backwards and forwards, doing birthday present things. I went to a baby shower on Saturday. That was weird. Never been to a baby shower before. It wasn't that horrendous. <laughs> what a review <laughs> Jim Advisor not that horrendous three stars no, I imagine I imagine I've them as being told, quite horrendous I've to be been fair told. I thought it'd be awful I thought yeah. it'd be awful um, but she's like one of my best mates and she lives it was in her mum's the other side of Manchester so it was like a hundred mile round trip in the fucking searing heat on Saturday I was like good job I like you Sam um, but there was no stupid games there was a just a bit of a buffet so I had a chat, opened some presents, and then I got off. Presents went for you, though, were they? No, I spent far too much money on an outfit that I was like, like, it's tiny. I don't understand how anything's fitting in that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a very baby person. <laughs> um, I went to, I went to go and buy a present the first time, and had to leave Zara because I was too freaked out by how small the clothes were. I was like, oh, this is no, no. I'll come back another day. <laughs> <laughs> Could we go to Kitten Zara though. Kitten, yeah. <laughs> Kitten Zara, I'd be sound. I'd be doing like supermarket street rounder, but uh, baby Zara. Ugh. Ugh. Adam, hello. What are you playing? Um, uh, well, first thing I'm playing isn't uh, isn't on at Glastonbury. It has been on at Glastonbury in the past, although not this song. It's Arcade Fire, isn't it? Yep. Arcade Fire is the new one. It's Creature Comforts.
That's Arcade Fire with Creature Comfort. Arcade Fire with Creature Comfort there, Adam Wellen. Yeah, I know. I really like it. I mean, duh. But, <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, their other new one, Everything Now, as well. It's, I think the album's I called Everything that. Now. Have you heard this one, Creature Comforts? I have. It's really good. Really yes. like. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just one of them in the Arcade Fire now, isn't it? It's nothing else I can add. Uh, that We've just been talking about how we haven't got tickets to see them in Manchester, and it's a bit annoying. Um, like to go, please let yeah. us know if you've got a spare ticket or... Yeah. Oh well, more. but um, it, they might come up. They might pop up close to the time. That sort of thing sometimes happens, doesn't it? Yeah, you never know. But yeah, that, that was that, that was one of the best headlines I've seen at, at Glastonbury. It's fantastic. They were honestly amazing. I can't stop thinking about them at Primavera. I felt like I'd been brainwashed. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> it was. It was. It was so good. I was like, this is amazing. I would literally do anything they said at this moment in time. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Nelly tickets. Which was annoying. Nelly's doing the O2 Academy. And you missed it. In Liverpool. He's, he's, your, he's literally your favourite artist. <laughs> he's Laura's favourite. Oh, right. I quite like him. Laura loves Nelly. Nelly the rapper. Not in her. Not Nelly, <laughs> not, not Nelly the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to clarify because I was yeah. like, not Nelly. What was annoying was, Nelly, I, was Nelly. Um, Nelly, Nelly. I was browsing through my phone and the Echo had a tweet saying, oh, Nelly, come to Liverpool, get tickets here. So I pressed the button, get tickets here, and it sold out. And I was like... How? This is what happens Popular when... Popular Nelly. Uh, Not that. O2 Academy's quite small, I suppose. He feels a bit of an in-between... He feels a bit of an in-between artist to me. Liverpool like, really rewards people for coming to see them sometimes. Like Peaches, yeah. you know. Yeah, Peaches, yeah. everybody suddenly loves Peaches. Yeah. So it went on sale on Friday, and then at which point the Echo obviously loaded tweets up for over the weekend. Uh, and by Sunday's tweets, it sold out. So I was disproportionately annoyed with the Liverpool Echo for tricking me into thinking I could buy tickets now. With their, with their time tweets. Yeah. I, um, I was made up today because, as predicted um, <laughs> in our office, the Echo rolled out there. How hot does it have to be in your work until you get sent home? Yes! <laughs> That's a great article, one. Which I absolutely yeah. love because the answer yeah. is, we don't know! <laughs> 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 I saw a new one, of, a, a, a new spin on that today, which is a very, uh, very now, which is <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn's going to send you home if he gets elected Prime Minister if it's too hot. Really? <laughs> yeah, Cor- Corbyn's sending you home if it's really? warm. <laughs> Was that on top of all the bank holidays? <laughs> yeah, on top of all the bank holidays, he's great, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, he is, he's nice. So um, what are you doing the Saturday? So um, the Saturday at Glastonbury, uh, I, well, I might not do all of these things, but I'd like to. Who knows? Um, I'd quite like to watch the bootleg. Beatles never seen them. Uh, that's on the main stage at 11 o'clock. Sounds, what? Sounds slightly unlikely, the main stage at 11 11. To play with some sort of orchestra. Yeah. I, I was going to say. I'm not asked about orchestras, really. I think they're playing more than once over the weekend, you know. Are they? Yeah. Well, I've been at festivals. I've been at festivals where they've played. To find I'm trying to get through this bit quick because I knew <laughs> Steph was going to start making really angry, angry noises about the Beatles. So then I'm going to go watch Whitney uh, on the other stage, hopefully, because I haven't seen Whitney and I like them. Um, I'll come with you for that. Yeah. That, are we going to. Are you planning some sort of insane red wine morning where you're asleep by two? That's my plan. <laughs> okay. Watch yours. Um, so then I think I've got a little bit of a lunch break and then I'm probably going to watch Big Corbs, Jeremy Corbyn introducing Run the Jewels. Um, and. Is it- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I don't> 
Ich Gravy, das ist das Wonderful, Wonderful, Wonderful Hills. <lacht> Brilliant. We've had, yeah. we've had lots of people get in touch today and say thanks for introducing them to the Wonder Jewels. <laughs> oh, have I just missed... I, I was going to watch Thundercat as well. Sorry, Thundercat was before... I'll go and see Thundercat with you, that, I think. Jeremy Corbyn, Wonder Jewels. Me and Neil just going to be legging around, boiling, <laughs> full of wine. Um, Adam's trying to keep me awake. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, and then I think I probably got a little a little bit of an enforced break again, and then it then it really gets gets quite difficult because there are some things on that I'd like to see, including DJ Shadow, which I've sort of accepted it might not happen now. Uh, that's on the John Peel. The Avalanches at the West Holt, which I'm probably not going to get to because I saw them in Melbourne as well. Then it's Solange. I would definitely want to see Solange, so that means yes. I'm missing Stormzy and I'm missing the National, which is annoying. Clash time. Um, and I'm annoyed at missing Stormzy and the National and, the and National, Solange. And Solange and Father John Misty. So I'm missing all of them. Um, Who you seeing? Uh, well, seeing Solange um, and then marching. Uh, me and Ben Johnson agreed it whilst drunk on Saturday night over WhatsApp. Marching really far to go and watch Joe Goddard because it's my favourite album at the moment. And yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely stupid not to go and see your favourite album if it's playing at the festival you're at. Um, the problem is that obviously I'm going you're not to see. Gonna get to, if you're doing Solange, you're not going to get to be able to go to see Goddard. Well, I'm going to watch some of Solange and then march to Joe Goddard okay. and then leave 15 minutes before the end of Joe Goddard, march again a really long way to Phoenix. This sounds dead stressful, me. I know, but that's what I've said. I'm not going to be doing all of it. Also, what I've got to add is that I'm going to be DJing <laughs> after that. <laughs> um, me and Mike are going to be doing a, a set in the silent disco. That's quite exciting. I did yeah. not know this. I know, I know. I've left it. I've left it a secret until right now. This is the reveal. It's an exclusive. Anyway, it's the exclusive. It's I, exclusive. I am DJing Glastonbury, albeit in a very small head-to-head time in the silent disco. But I think that's going to be on Saturday night as well. You can, cool. uh, we can we can put that on the blurb. We can say you've got an exclusive Glastonbury artist reveal. Right. That's it, yeah. And coax people in. Hey, I've worked in marketing. Hey. I know. I know. Hey. 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 What are you playing? I don't know. <laughs> Well, that is dead good, though, to be able to see DJ the grass. I know. I mean, yeah, you can't see it yet because you haven't done it, but in a couple of weeks. I know, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully I'll get there and I'll be, you know, compass mentis and not press all the wrong buttons and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Is, but, yeah. is, is Mike taking the gear? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the DJ for it. That's funny, Steph. That's yeah. funny. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and in the spirit of that run, uh, maybe we should cut this song off about one minute before it ends <laughs> and play the next one. But, yeah, so the first song I'm playing is... Um, it, is oh, I didn't want to play that one actually. I wanted to play uh, Joe Goddard and oh, sorry, Ordinary Madness.
That's Joe Goddard, Ordinary Madness. Yeah, um, really good, and I really, really like that album. Everybody should listen to it if they haven't yet. It is my sound of the summer, um, and so in the spirit of uh, it, <laughs> in the spirit of legging it, um, we are very quickly going to leg it to Phoenix. Um, uh, this is so partridge, isn't it? <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, but yes, <laughs> Phoenix's album's just come out as well. Uh, it's called Tiamo, and it was out on Friday. Uh, I listened to it the first time today. I really like it. I didn't like this time the first time I heard it that much, but it's really, really grown on me now. I absolutely love. So this is Phoenix and J-Boy. Make it last forever 
That's Phoenix with J Boy. Phoenix with J Boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. We just did it all on off air about how we like the album. No, I didn't. Didn't we? We're talking about Whitney Houston. Oh, sorry. I think it was on the air, wasn't it? Anyway, we like the album. Listen to it. <laughs> uh, and and the, yeah, I heard a dance remix of I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston when I was on holiday in Spain. And um bang it didn't know it was going to be a dance version until about halfway through i could tell there was something wrong this is a different version no i was driving at the time and i haven't got shazam there's all sorts of problems you haven't got shazam never had shazam i've no. never had shazam it's great uh, it's useful shazam like, yeah yeah it's free as well and when you when you find the tracks, they automatically put it in a little playlist for you in Spotify. Yeah. So you can go and listen to it at your leisure. I did not I like that, that it tells you how many other people have Shazam do. Mm. So you don't feel like an idiot. And yeah. <laughs> and every now and again it pops up again. Queen hey, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. Great find, your last Shazam. So it's like, oh hey, mate, pipe down. Yeah. I did not. Well, okay, I might get into Shazam. Snake. I might. Uh, off the back of this chat. Yeah. Um so your first one, we're going to have a chat about it first. Uh, going into the way we normally do it. Should we just play it and then talk about it? What are you talking about, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know the songs. Song. Oh, okay. Oh, you've, oh, you've switched it around. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm playing George Ezra, who is playing Glastonbury, but he's not on my day. He's playing on the Friday. He's on a nice little run, actually, on the uh, other stage on the Friday. Um, I think he's on Before Lord, who we've obviously already talked about before. And he's um, released uh, this kind of lovely summary song, which I think will do really well. It only came out a couple of days ago, so... I think it'll do really well in terms of you know chart char position and all that. But he's he's come out and talked about it, and he said he wrote it about eighteen months ago, and it was about it's sort of about his kind of battles with anxiety and and how he's learned to kind of cope with that internally. And I thought it was quite topical because obviously, uh, Ant McParland, who is he? Do people in the rest of the world know who Ant and Dec are? I think they do. Maybe they don't. God, they might knows. not do. You know. Yeah. So Ant and Deck are Saturday Night TV uh, in yeah in do. the UK, and they've they've had a very long career and done well for themselves, and seem very happy people. Uh, but Ant's obviously been battling with certain things, including um, addictions, and it comes from he's talked about his anxiety and stuff as well. And you know, it's someone who you wouldn't necessarily kind of think, but then you know, you as just shows you don't know. And so um, I thought it was quite topical there. So it's good that the. the, the George Ezra could release a song and feel like he could talk about it because it might help people. And I think with with Ant, the thing it, it kind of there was there felt less of oh what he got to be worried about this time, yeah, which feels quite a positive Maybe thing. Maybe there is less and less each time. Yeah. yeah. So um, because he is obviously very wealthy, he's married to a person he's been with a long time, and, and in theory has a lot of good things going on in his life, but obviously still struggles and found a way to deal with that that was fairly destructive as well. So uh, so yeah so. Good luck to him and all that, but it's nice that um, it does feel like we're, we're getting better at recognising it and thinking about it and talking about it and not just presuming because someone's rich that they don't have any problems. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, so, should we play the song? Uh, yeah, so it is... Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. He's probably got a bit of residual sympathy from when he got shot in the eyes with paintballs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's all that I was, think. That, was P- that, was, that was that was that was that was how he started. PJ and Duncan were on Biker Grove, 
uh, overseas accreditation. If, if you try and explain the career path, it's wild. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely, that's it's quite quite you were a boy band for a while as well. A lot of boy band, a rap duo. Apologies. I was going to start by trying to explain the 10 past 5 slot on BBC Children's Television, which was a slot where there was some absolutely fantastic and groundbreaking drama, which seems really unlikely now, but that is a true sentence. It smells very much like fish fingers, chips and peas. Yes, it does. Uh, but George, I don't know if he's got an arm will come out of the movie. He's got one on his way. Yeah, but George, I said this is called Don't Matter Now. You need to be alone It don't matter now Shut the door, unplug the phone It don't matter now Speaking a language they don't know It don't matter well, now Well, I don't think about that stuff No, I don't think about that stuff It don't matter now Castle out to sand. It don't matter now. Well, it won't last and it won't stand. It don't matter now. But with a suitcase in your hand. It don't matter well, now. Well, I don't think about that stuff. No, I don't think about that stuff. It don't matter now. <laughs> George Ezra, don't matter now. Yeah, it's lovely that song. Um, so well, it's him. I like George Ezra. He seems like good people. Mm. Um, so there you are. Uh, but anyway, my class to be Sunday. Oh, I. So um, it's not. It's not the best Sunday. I don't think uh, the it's main. The worst. St- 
the main stage I have no interest in whatsoever. Really? Uh, apart about from the disco. Well, <laughs> you, don't like, you don't like it because of all the songs about disco. There's a good couple of hours there with songs about disco. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm interested if in. I, 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 I mean, the disco festival now is in Converse. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if uh, Niall Rogers uh, mentions any of the songs he's written. he's written. He's written all these songs. And he wrote half of Barry Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to him. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the greatest self-promoters. He was Obviously great. decided a few years ago he wasn't getting enough credit for his own career. It's, I thought, it, well, he's going to sell this album on me. It's funny, actually, because it, it was. It felt a little bit like the other one out of Chic died, Bernard, and then he said, it was all me. <laughs> and then I noticed him doing a bit of a similar thing when Bowie died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> see, them, see them collaborations? <laughs> Mostly me, to be honest. <laughs> I loved his voice then. Oh, by the way. By the way. <laughs> hey, mind you. <laughs> it's Roy Evans. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. Um, but on the main stage, open it up at half 10, Black Dyke Band, one of the best brass bands in the world. European champions 23 times. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's better half than Germany. Ten. Yeah. Half ten. Yeah. I'm 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 excited about that now. Yeah. I might try and get down for that. Yeah, half ten. Uh, they are very, very good, uh, obviously. Um but I quite like the John Peel stage, even though I haven't picked anything from it. So if you are a loose end on Sunday, uh, that's maybe something I'd recommend. Uh Sundara Karma Real Estate, King Gizzard. Uh, there's a T B announced which has got my attention. Um and then uh, London Grammar and Golfra. <laughs> to be announced, just yeah, good to see how it goes on Saturday. My mum always calls London Grammar Manchester Grammar. It's one of her common uh, I didn't, mistakes. I think the, the London Grammar book, and I think it's really London Grammar. It's really weird. Like I really feel that I've just, you know, sometimes you'll see a band on a festival and they'll be quite high up, yeah. and I feel like they've just completely passed. Me I by. don't think they're that good. They're a bit like the, a, a rubbish XX or something. Yeah, they're very melodic, but really just passed me by. Kind they're, of in an advert, you they're way. a bit boring. Yeah. But I just wouldn't have them that in that booking. But I, I, I but if your mum likes them, then I feel like I'm very. They much headlined in the, wrong. the John Peel when Massive Attack played a few years. Really, yeah. I feel like I'm very much in the wrong. No, that you, you, I don't know if you are. <laughs> All right, I'll get off my own back. Uh, anyway, John. Uh, but there's a, there's a few decent headliners knocking about. Uh, Justice are doing the West Holt stage. Uh, that'll yeah. be good. Uh, Kano's doing the Park stage uh, along with She Drew the Gun and All We Are Who from Liverpool. So well in them. Um, but I'm playing first something on the acoustic stage I just saw the magic numbers on, and I haven't thought about the magic numbers for ages and I thought they've got a song I really really like uh, I saw them play it once in HMV <laughs> remember them I think they're still going I don't know why I'm being nostalgic over here musicians playing in HMV um, but I see you you see me
I do. I really like it. It's uh, it's lovely. Um, so good on them. They're nice people. The acoustic stage always seems quite nice on the telly. They're playing at seventeen twenty-five. Uh, so there we go. Uh, and I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, it feels like lots of people we know involved in Glastonbury this year. Uh, but Tom, who uh, listens and yeah. is from Earache Records, he's booking a stage uh, for the first time with his label. It's called The Truth Stage, and it's on Shangri-La, and it sounds mad. It does sound mad. It starts. Has he got Napalm Death playing? He has got Napalm Death playing. That's funny. Yeah. It's like, it's like because it's in the Shangri-La, it's like 10 p.m. till 6 in the morning. Metal. Um <laughs> And yeah, I think they've like I think they've had to like nick a few bands from other stages and stuff like that as well, um, because you know issues around passes and stuff. But uh, so yeah, there's a bit of like kind of brass stuff going on as well. Um, but yeah, lots of metal. Dead Kennedys are playing as well, which is quite cool. Madness. Uh, but yeah, good luck to him because um, you know it's the first year and stuff like that. So uh, if you're in the Shangri La and you fancy some metal, find the Truth Stage. Rap boy, you're playing it. Yeah, like? yeah, I like it. So, um, so there you go. Um, so yeah, good luck to him. But I'm not playing anything from that. I'm playing the Dropkick Murphys, but just because I thought, when am I ever going to play the Dropkick Murphys on the rider? Probably never. So this is a one and only opportunity, which I like to take in life. <laughs> so, so Dropkick Murphys, okay. uh, Barroom Heroes. Okay, so we'll say it again at the end. So thank you very much to Mo for coming in and doing that, and to Steph, Adam, and John. Uh, this has been the rider this week, and John's taking his opportunity, his one and only opportunity, <laughs> to play us out with uh, Dropkick Murphys, Barroom Heroes. Face down in the gutter, won't admit defeat Though his clothes are soiled and black He's a big strong man with a child's mind Don't you take his bows away Oh,
bruises got all the bruises Will someone please help me? The Siren Bulls Man, I bet they got it deep Run the back into the ring Run the door down to the swing He holds his court This man he once was king And he doesn't know he won't get some shape On a big table for the day that died But the thoughts are brave I'm a lion guard I keep this fool from God And he doesn't know he won't get some shape On a big table for the day that died But the thoughts are brave I'm a lion guard I keep this fool from God Podcast Network.